over the following few weeks and maybe even months, I just want to take a journey with you in a book of the Bible. This is really uh, the heart of how I preach and teach at the church I pastor here in Gainesville at Flat Creek Baptist, is just to take a book of the Bible and just say, we're going to pull all the truths that we can out of a particular book, out of a particular text, and just see what God has for us from his word. So in thinking about where to go and what book to walk through, I just really felt impressed upon my heart to go to one of the gospels and to go to the gospel of Mark. Now somebody might ask the question, Pastor Zach, why the gospel of Mark? Well, number one, I, I say that I want to come to the gospel of Mark uh, because the gospel of Mark it is the shortest of the four gospels, but it packs a powerful punch. I mean, the book of Mark, it teaches us all about the power of God, whether it is Jesus' power over a demon, Jesus' power over disease, Jesus' power over deformity, Jesus' power over death, whatever it might be, even uh, Jesus' power over, over his own death in the grave, whatever it might be, it's, it's the shortest of the four Gospels. But boy, you talk about power. This is a, it's a book with a powerful punch. Number two, this book is a summary of the life of Jesus as told by Mark through the eyewitness account of the Apostle Peter. Now, many people do not realize this. We talk about the book of Matthew, and we know that Matthew uh, was a tax collector who was called out by Jesus from the tax collecting booth. You remember that from the book of Matthew when he tells Matthew to leave the booth behind and to follow me. And Matthew drops everything in order to follow Jesus. And so we read the book of Matthew and we think of it as an eyewitness account. We, we look at the book of John and we recognize because many times John says different things throughout his book that allow us to know that John is an eyewitness of the things of the life of Jesus. And so, so John is written from a, a first-person perspective, and so is Matthew. Well, a lot of people don't realize that that is actually the same thing that is taking place in Mark. So Mark is, is writing the words of the apostle Peter. So Peter is actually the one telling the story, which is fascinating because you and I both know that Peter was a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so Peter, just like Matthew and John, is giving first count recollections of what took place in the life and the ministry of Jesus. Number three, John is unique or, or Mark is unique in and, and how it describes Jesus. So Matthew is a gospel that sets Jesus up as the king. Uh, we see this in Matthew chapter 1. It speaks of the genealogies. Uh, I heard a story yesterday of, of, of a young Hindu girl uh, who, was, who was telling everyone she was looking for a king, a king that could give her peace of mind and peace of heart. And everyone uh, would tell her of this king and that king, but she could never find the peace that she was looking for. And then one day, 
uh, somebody handed her a Bible and she said, I don't know how to read it. And, and somebody opened up to the book of Matthew and they read the genealogies. And, and when it got down to the portion of, of in the line of David comes King Jesus, that this woman said, this is the king I need. And she gave her life to Christ. So, so Matthew sets Jesus up as the king. Luke, Luke lets us in on just some really deep details of the life and the ministry of Jesus, shows Jesus as a teacher, as Jesus talks in parable, um, is also meant to let us know that uh, Jesus reaches beyond just the Jewish world into the Gentile world. Luke is the only writer of any gospel of any book of the entire Bible that is not a Jew. He was actually a Greek, and so it's pretty interesting. And, and Luke did these 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 details, just really detailed accounts. As you look at Luke one and Acts one, Luke is is writing to a certain individual named. Theophilus, and he says, this is the narrative. This is the narrative of Jesus. I've, 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 I've investigated. I've found these things to be true and, and trustworthy. And you should read this account of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then John, of course, sets Jesus up as, as the eternal Savior of the universe. And we see that in the book of John over and over again as John continually recollects and recounts how Jesus would say, I and the Father are one. The Son has been given the right to judge. And just over and over again we hear this. Well, Mark, Mark sets Jesus up as the suffering servant. Okay, so in Mark we see Jesus just in that daily ministry, rubbing elbows and shoulders with, with, with the lowest of the low. We really see the love and the compassion of our good shepherd as he walks the dusty streets of Galilee, as he, as he comes out of Nazareth and Capernaum, and as he goes amongst the people in Jerusalem. You know, the, 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 the verse in, in Mark that says, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And so we just see this, this, this deep, just, just portion of Jesus as he's amongst the people. And it shows us the type of love that he has for us. And the fact that he is willing to come and dwell amongst us and then die for us. It's, it's really just this overwhelming concept of who Jesus is in the book of Mark. And, and what's beautiful about it, friends, is, you know, I've heard this for many years as a pastor, you know, a shepherd should smell like his sheep. I've heard that for so long. And when you think about Jesus, like, you know, he's down in the, he, he's down in the mud, the muck, the miry clay of, of humanity. He's, he's with us. Now he's, he, he's not a sinner. He's, he's not in the, in the same type of uh, in, in the in the same sort of unrighteous living that we are, but he's amongst sinners, and it's a reminder to all of us as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ that we embrace the sinner. We we never endorse their sin, but we are not afraid to put our arm around them, to embrace them, and to lovingly bring them into the kingdom of heaven. You, you know, friends, it, it, when we think about the Lord Jesus Christ, that's, that's the one thing really that, that makes him so attractional is the love 
that he has for others. Do you know, friends, that that today love is, is that one thing that the entire world is looking for, just somebody to love me. And Jesus, you know, through the book of Mark and the way that he reaches out to others and the way that he, he, he walks among the lowest of the low, he just shows this love and this compassion. And friends, I will tell you that speaks to the heart of humanity. And today we are the hands and the feet of Jesus. Remember the old saying, you might be the only Jesus that somebody ever sees. And if we are, if that is true about us, and if we're going to be like Jesus, then let's be sure that we love the low. Let's be sure that we embrace the sinner. Let's be sure that we serve the needy in order to show them the importance of the gospel of Jesus. So friends, we're going to be walking through the book of Mark over the next uh, little bit of time, and, and I think it's going to be just a joyous time for us to be together. So today was just an intro. Tomorrow, we're going to jump right into John chapter or to Mark chapter 1. I hope this was a blessing for you today, and just prepare your heart for how God wants to move in your life as we walk through the book of Mark together. God bless.